Hello, everybody. This is Joseph P. Farrell with News and Views from the Nefarium on Thursday, January 12th, 2017, an early one today because I've been looking at stories people have been sending me about something that's happening in Europe that may be something to watch. But I have to caution you. These stories are coming from very divergent sources, but they all appear to be corroborating one another more or less independently. And those three sources are, of course, Zero Hedge, uh, RT or Russia Today, and, believe it or not, Alex Jones' Infowars, an article that appeared on there uh, by Wayne Madsen, who oftentimes is seen on RT, sometimes he's seen on Alex Jones and various other television shows. This story concerns George Soros and his foundations and NGOs, and it begins in Hungary with the party of the Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban. And I'm going to start out with the Zero Hedge article, then I'm going to move to the RT article, and then end up with the InfoWars Wayne Madsen article. There are a number of things in these articles I want to bring to your attention, and then I'm going to give you my usual high-octane speculation of the day as to what these things might actually all mean in the context of my own hypothesis that what we may be watching now is an emerging international mafia war, to give it kind of a uh, context. All right, let's start with the article that appeared uh, last Tuesday on January 10th on Zero Hedge. This article is titled, Hungary to Launch Crackdown on All George Soros-Funded Organizations. I want to draw your attention here to the first three paragraphs and then the ending two paragraphs in this article. In a dramatic example of blowback against the establishment in the post-Trumpian world, Hungary announced it plans to crack down on non-governmental organizations linked to the billionaire George Soros now that Donald Trump will occupy the White House, according to the deputy head prime minister of Viktor Orban's party. And this is an article cited in Bloomberg. And, And note already that Uh, As uh, Catherine Fitz and I recently talked about and some others have talked about, we're already seeing some geopolitical blowout or fallback or implications from the election of Mr. Trump. Continuing with Zero Hedge, quote, the European Union member and native country of Soros will use, quote, all the tools at its disposal to sweep out NGOs funded by the Hungarian-born financier, which, quote, serve global capitalists and back political correctness over national governments, unquote, Shilard Nemeth, a vice president of the ruling Fidesz party, told reporters on Tuesday. No one answered the phone at the Open Society Institute in Budapest when Bloomberg News called outside business hours. Quote, I feel there is an opportunity for this internationally, unquote, because of Trump's election, the state news service MTI reported Nemeth as saying, lawmakers will start debating a bill to let authorities audit NGO executives according to the parliament's legislative agenda. Now, skipping down two paragraphs here, quote, Orban is not alone. Trump has also accused the 86-year-old billionaire of being part of a, quote, global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities, unquote. 
In a pre-election commercial, he showed signs of Soros along with Federal Reserve Chairman Janet Yellen and Goldman Sachs Group Incorporated CEO Lloyd Blankfein, all of whom are Jewish. The Anti-Defamation League criticized the ad for touching, quote, subjects that anti-Semites have used for ages, unquote. Since then, things have changed, however, and Trump has retained the services of two prominent Goldman alumni, Stephen Mnuchin and Gary Cohn, to serve on his administration. His current thinking on George Soros is unknown. Now, let me point out something that Catherine Fitz and I have discussed about the emerging Trump administration. It's very difficult to determine at this point which direction it's going to go. Some messages seem positive, and some give you questions like these Goldman Sachs appointments. The way it looks to us is you can interpret this in one of two ways, and they're both kind of at opposite ends of the spectrum. He's either putting together a financial machine, a administrative machine to reshore the industry and finances to this country, or you could be looking at setting up something that could be used to piratize American uh, assets and resources, much the same way that the Soviet Union was piratized in after the, its collapse and then the emerging Yeltsin administration, it's a chance that this could happen. And if you couple that with the calls for constitutional conventions in the United States, that indeed probably is the agenda. And that is a story in and of itself to watch. It's very, very difficult now to read the tea leaves. But continuing now with the Orban story, let's turn to RT and its version of this story because... In the RT version, it appears predominantly to corroborate what Zero Hedge said the day before, and it's offering some new information, some statements here that I think are very, very significant and that are going to figure in my kind of speculation uh, of what may be going on here. This was published by RT a day later on January 11th. I want to read um, several of the opening paragraphs here, all right? Quote, all civil society organizations financed by billionaire George Soros should be, quote, swept out of Hungary, unquote, the vice chairman of the ruling Fidesz party, Shilard Nemeth, stated. Non-governmental organizations such as Transparency International financed by billionaire George Soros and his Open Society Foundation ought to be banned from operating in Hungary, Nemeth said at a news conference on Tuesday, according to HRTV the official claimed that Soros and his NGOs were, quote, pushing global big capital and a related political correctness in Hungary, unquote. So in other words, the zero-head version of that quotation appears to be legitimate. Quote, these organizations must be pushed back with all available tools, and I think they must be swept out, and now I believe the international conditions are right for this with the election of the new president, Donald Trump, unquote, said Nemeth. In September, Nemeth, who is also deputy chairman of Hungary's National Security Committee, said he submitted a list of 22 organizations. Now, that's new because now we realize that Nemeth is connected to the Hungarian security apparatus. Uh, a list of 22 organizations, quote, connected to the Soros network for the purposes of having these organizations screened. Now, listen to this. These quotations that are coming up are very important. They're very, they're very crucial. Prime Minister Viktor Orban, who is the leader of the populist right-wing party, Fidesz, takes a similarly dim view of Soros' political activities. In an interview with the Internet portal 888.hu in December, 
Orban said that 2017 would bring, quote, listen carefully, quote, the extrusion of George Soros and the forces symbolized by him. In every country, they will want to replace Soros, Orban told journalists, continuing the quotation. This can already be seen in Europe. They investigate where the money comes from, what kind of intelligence connections there are, which NGOs represent what interests, unquote. Now, skipping all the way to the end of that article on RT, I caught this little connection. It interests me because it's kind of a personal connection. Quote, the Open Society Foundation was set up by Hungarian-born Soros between the mid-1980s to early 1990s. Orban himself received a grant from one of Soros' foundations to study politics at Oxford University's Pembroke College, that's the college I attended, in 1989, which he has since pledged to repay. Orban has accused Soros of undermining European borders and values by helping facilitate the flow of refugees and asylum seekers from the Middle East and elsewhere. So that is the end of the RT article. Again, I want you to pay particular attention to that quotation by the Hungarian Prime Minister, Viktor Orban, and I'll reread it again without pausing. In an interview with the internet portal 888.hu in December, Orban said that 2017 would bring, quote, a, would bring about the extrusion of George Soros and the forces symbolized by him. In every country, they will want to displace Soros. This can already be seen in Europe they investigate where the money comes from, what kind of intelligence connections there are, which NGOs represent what interests, unquote. All right, now, let's turn to the Alex Jones, Wayne Madsen article, because there's some important information in this that I think will interest all of you following events in Europe uh, tremendously. And then I'll get to my uh, high-octane speculations here. And again, this appeared on January 10th, the day before the RT article at the InfoWars website. And I want to read for you just a few paragraphs here that form kind of the backdrop for my speculations. Beginning at the top, global hedge fund tycoon George Soros, recognizing that growing numbers of European voters are turning away from the corporate-controlled social democratic parties, is reigning in so-called left parties in order to cement his control over parties including Syriza in Greek in Greece and Five Star in Italy that threatened the cohesive pardon me the cohesiveness of the European Union. When Syriza in Greece was able to form a government after the repeated electoral failures of the establishment corporate conservative and social democratic parties, Soros and his American National Endowment for Democracy moved in to exercise control over Syriza leaders. The first thing the previously Eurosceptical Syriza leader Alex Tsipras, uh, Tsipras pardon me, did when he became prime minister in 2015 was to embrace the EU-directed draconian austerity members that swept him into office in the first place. The first clue that Tsipras and Syriza would sell out to the EU bankers and the Soros-funded globalist interests in Europe was his choice of former Brookings Institute fellow, the Greco-Australian Yanis Varoufakis, as finance minister. Now I'm going to skip several uh, paragraphs here and go to what Madsen says about what just happened in the Italian referendum 
that uh, defeated the government of Matteo Renzi and led to his resignation. Quote, Renzi's government resigned as a result of the no vote, which was likened to the Brexit vote in the United Kingdom to leave the EU. The leading Italian Eurosceptic party is the five-star movement of the Italian comedian Beppe Grillo. Five Star formed a Eurosceptic bloc in the European Parliament with Britain's UK Independence Party, for which Nigel Farage is the leading spokesman. Moreover, Five Star politicians campaigned against Renzi's referendum. Soros, working from behind the scenes in New York and London, engineered a coup over this past weekend. Grillo was convinced to abandon his alliance with the UK Independence Party and offer to join the European Parliament's extremely pro-EU bloc, the Alliance of Liberals and Democrats for Europe, or ALDI. The leader of ALDI is one of Farage's oratory sparring partners in the Parliament, the boyish-looking former Belgian Prime Minister Guy Verhofstadt. Now I'm going to skip a few paragraphs here. The shift in Five Star's political leanings from anti-EU to pro-EU was a political bombshell that will weaken the opposition to the EU within Italy. And that has been Soros' plan all along. There was one major glitch for Five Star and Grillo. Aldi refused to permit Five Star to join its parliamentary bloc. However, the damage was done. The anti-EU Five Star which has rested, rested control of the mayor's offices of Rome and Turin, had been exposed as a Soros front, unquote. So now let me speculate here as to what I think is going on and why and what we can expect or should expect if this Soros opposition that appears to be emerging now within Hungary is going to spread to the rest of Europe. Now, Notice that the Hungarian officials, Nemeth and Orban, Nemeth particularly, saying that all available means would have to be used to investigate and cease the operations of the Soros non-governmental foundations and funds in Hungary. All right, keep that in mind. You'll note also that Viktor Orban predicted that this is something taking place, and I think he's suggesting very quietly in countries neighboring Hungary, there's growing opposition, and now the Czech uh, president has come out and said that Czech, the Czech Republic is against the uh, continuing immigration policies that are coming out of Brussels and Berlin. When Orban said that this is something happening in 2017 all over Europe, I suspect that what he's really talking about is that this is something that is now going to become a major talking point in the opposition parties that you see that have emerged in Europe, particularly in France with Marine Le Pen, in Germany with the uh, uh, Alternative for Deutschland party, and in the Netherlands with Gert Wilders. If that's true, if this is a legitimate anti-Soros movement, then I'm going to suggest that he will become a major talking point this year for the leaders of those opposition movements. In other words, it's not going to be just Viktor Orban that we're going to start hearing talk about banning Soros and his governmental uh, organizations. You're going to hear the same talk out of Herrick Wilders, and you're going to hear the same talk out of Marine Le Pen. 
And that talk may take the form of we need some way to rein in the political power of so-called non-governmental organizations because they are, uh, from this perspective, ruining the European culture. Now, um, the other point I want to make here, and this goes to my, my argument that I've been advancing my hypothesis, really, that what we see now emerging is a very, very strange sort of international mafia wars because the alignments are getting to be very, very peculiar. We've seen Vladimir Putin's uh, Christmas message just this last year within the last few weeks uh, talking about the rights of minorities in Russia, but these will never supplant the majority, that there are no special considerations, no no suspensions of Russian law to accommodate minorities within the Russian Federation. And he took direct aim at certain cultural and social trends that he saw emerging in the West. And that's a key point, because what Putin has done, I think, is he's trying to play the soft power card to say and communicate the idea that we understand in Russia and to a certain extent represent in Russia the opposition that you see to the global, uh, the Mr. Policy, the policies of Mr. Global in the West, represented by people like Soros. All right. So, in other words, Putin is is deliberately playing a soft power political card to attract and align himself with the so-called populist movements that are in revolt in the West. Not only the the um, the backers of Mr. Trump, but people like Marine Le Pen and her backers, Herrick Wilders and his backers, and so on and so forth. Now, what I suspect this is going to lead to is the application in Europe of the Russia hacking meme that has been tried in this country to, in an attempt to delegitimize de those movements and delegitimize those those political parties. They've already floated this trial balloon in Germany, and I suspect it's going to to uh, be used again and rather extensively. This means that, though, in my opinion, that those parties, uh, the so-called populist parties or the so-called far-right parties in Europe, and many of them do have those kinds of fringe elements, don't make any mistake about that, but I suspect that if their opposition is is legitimate, they have to start talking about Soros because, as this Madsen article points out, he very cleverly funded his, the opposition to his own policies. So if that opposition is legitimate, they're going to have to start talking about Soros. Now, what does all of this mean in, in the context of my hypothesis that you're looking at a new kind of international mafia war? Well, as I put it before and have said many times, covert operations are a game that two can play. And I suspect now that the, the globalist crowd has been playing their own covert operations game for quite some time. I suspect you're now going to see, as we experience the run-up in European elections, more information coming out and possibly leaked by WikiLeaks and so on and so forth, or even possibly uh, secondhand by the Russians themselves about the role of these NGOs within European foreign and domestic politics. This is going to be an info war in Europe, to, to borrow Mr. Jones's terms. This is going to be an info war in Europe that I think is going to roll out 
as part of some very nasty covert operations that both sides are going to play. So watch for it. You're going to see the Russian hacking meme. You're going to see the Russian influencing elections meme being rolled out in Europe. Uh, and on the other hand, you're going if you don't see discussion of those NGOs and Mr. Soros in those European opposition parties, that raises the red flag to me that many of them might not be uh, quite the genuine opposition that they seem. If, on the other hand, they do start targeting him and some of his associations and policies and foundations, then the opposition is looking more legitimate. So a very important story. It's one to watch. Uh, it's one to watch, uh, I would urge you, cautiously, uh, because the the political climate now is is really in in massive, massive flux. The old labels simply aren't working anymore. So all of these things factoring into the picture here, folks, an interesting, interesting development. I think we're going to see more of it, and I wouldn't be surprised if we're going to see more of it very, very soon. That's it for uh, this week's news and views from the Nefarium. I want to thank everybody for the kind uh, birthday wishes uh, and for everybody sending me these types of articles. I cannot tell you uh, how frustrating it is now not to be able to blog and talk about all of the articles I'm seeing. I'm trying to pick the ones that are, uh, I think, the most important out of all this massive material. But I want to thank everybody again for sharing everything that they've been sharing. It's going to be an interesting year, folks. So God bless, and I'll see you on the flip side. Bye-bye.